What is red and bad for your teeth? We're doing this again, huh? Okay. What is red and bad for your teeth, Jock? A brick. Uh, I'm not a hacker, but I figured out what Forrest Gump's password is. Is that right? And what is Forrest Gump's password? One Forrest One. <laughs> one Forrest One. <laughs> Kamichiwa, Biff. Hello. How how are you this fine? I am doing fantastically. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's uh it is the first pool usable day as so far as the pool temperature is above 60 and it's 90 degrees out. So mm, uh, that's nice though. Yeah. And we're having a now we're going by the honor system, but we're having a yeah, if you're vaccinated, come on over party. And it's it's all the when I say we, unless you're making the road trip out here or all stars coming with you, when I say we're having a pool party, it's all management's friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, um, Joe, 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 and I will get together to do a comedy thing. You know, I'll go and see Dan and Jam. But it's like we don't we don't get together just to get together. <laughs> you know, that's what text message yep. is for. But, but she is like all her friends, her core group of friends. She has four or five friends coming over. They've all been vaccinated for a month plus, but well, it's, uh, cool. yeah. it's, it's life getting back to normal. So, so we're pretty excited about that. Such as it is in your household. What's that? Such as normally is in your, in your yeah. household. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And even our little guy, you know, he's, it's funny how excited he is that next Sunday he gets his second shot, you know, uh, right, right, and now right. the 11 year old is going through that. What can I have my shot? You know, yeah. and, and, and I'm not sure if he's excited about getting the, the vaccine. I think he's heard on the news and he thinks we're going to drive to one of the states that you get a free gun or a free beer to get the shot. And All right. We're, we're gonna, Are we going to jump to that? No, <laughs> no, but, but, uh, but, but, uh, the the podcast. Um, I don't know if you you went back in and listened to the yeah. sideshow for Charles Grodin. I actually did a, a lot of not a lot. I did some real work and I found some of the clips we were talking about. Yep, yep. And, and I wove them in, and it was uh, that was a fun record. And was it you who sent to to the group the other day? No, no, Joe. Joe did. Joe did. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah. So I haven't gotten through all of it, and said, like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where I had not seen all of them, but a lot of them I actually had seen, you know, when it originally aired, right? Because I used to watch Letterman pretty regularly, and I used to watch Carson, you know, pretty regularly. So, you know, a lot of that, um, you know, I saw kind of when, when it came out, and it was, you know, it was it was actually, um, you know, just fantastic though. He's just he was just so good on on that. I mean, he he yeah. he, he found a character and a niche. Yeah. And his appearances stood out. So it's always bittersweet when we do a sideshow like right. that. But that was fun. Next week's sideshow, uh, which we were going to record next, so I can't yeah. tell you how how right or wrong Biff was. Uh, but we're going through <laughs> the summer movie, the summer movie bracket. And I didn't send you my list. I, Biff sent me a couple. No, of no, yeah, no. What was that? I was saying you sent a couple links, so I went movie by yeah. movie. I knew most of them, the ones I didn't, yeah. and I broke it down into you know. Um, once I'll see in the theater, once yeah. I'll see in the drive-in, yep. once I'll see when it comes out on streaming, yeah. and the ones that if I'm forced to watch it on a plane, I will walk out. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah. I'm excited about that. Management looked over my list and she saw some of my breakdowns and some of them say it's like, if she makes me watch it or she can watch this one by herself. (laughs) But she was like, yeah, pretty pretty dead on. But that that was pretty free. Biff, uh, as the dropping of this recording, it's just a couple days before my birthday. And other than mentioning it now, I don't care for two reasons. Because A... I'm not 12. And two, unless you're surprising me with another opportunity to see the cup raced <laughs> on my birthday, every president I ever get for the rest of uh, my existence will pale in comparison. Well, there you go. So you've ruined my birthday for life. Thanks, yeah. Dick. <laughs> Dick. It was a fun night. That was well, that was one of the you know most fun I had at a hockey game ever, if not the most fun I've ever had. It's it's yeah. It's I, and I still can't believe it. And I know we've told the story, uh, but but the 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 Kings had a three nothing lead yep. on the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. Game four, it it was it was the L.A. Lakers getting ready to close out like all the stars were there it was star studded tickets were absolutely ridiculous well it wasn't as bad as game four so no no that's that's what what i'm talking about game four was absolutely ridiculous like yeah do i go to this game or do i send my kid to med school that's that's great (laughs) that that was really what it was and then they lost game four yeah you and john and 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 jack go to game five in new jersey the kings lost that yeah Come back for game six. It's still a cup clinching game. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a cup clinching game. And it was technically on my birthday. And, you know, it's funny because I, I remember, and my wife talks about this the day that, you know, Taylor yeah. called to tell me um, we, we went to game six. I think we uh-huh. were at game five or game six for the Avalanche. And Forsberg ruptured his spleen. Right, 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 right. And, I and, that, yeah. and, and, you know, the person who answered the phone says, John's on the phone, says, Forberg ruptured his spleen. I don't know about the human body. I'm like, hang up on him. He's he's fucking with you. You can't live without your spleen. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and so when you call, it's like, you know, hey, you want to go to the cup today? It's your birthday. And I'm like, all right. The, I, I, I I see the cheese in front of me. I just don't know, <laughs> like, you know, where, where, where my foot's going to get caught in this bear trap. So, but you did, it was, like I said, it was the best. We had great seats, um, you know, just, just behind the, uh, it was behind the King's goal. Right, right. Kind of like, yeah, we're kind of like around the corner from where Taylor sits. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was great. We were almost like same row as him. So we could literally see each other the whole game, but, but yeah, that, that moment. And what was, what was great about that game, um, other than them winning is it was over early. So you yep, could yep. enjoy. There was yeah, it wasn't a stressful game at from, all. From the yep. second period yep. on, it was it was very enjoyable yep. because it was like, all right, just don't blow this three goal lead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but it was so so, and, and and seriously, I think you've let my family off the hook because it's like, don't bother. You know what I mean? Whatever little trinket you want to get me to show your love and affection <laughs> is meaningless unless you're about to take me to a Bruins game on my birthday when that Cubs going to be one, which they could have done two years ago. Yeah. And and that went sideways. But um, and, yep. and now that we're doing carnival personnel uh, and coming out of the COVID bubble, yep. the Fiesta Carnival traveling shows roll through our town this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, and okay. It's one of those things my boys really wanted to go. And 
It's, 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 you know, everything it's outdoors. It's all this stuff. Yeah. Everybody says it's safe. Uh, it was safe to be there. I believe except for my wallet. Holy shit. It's like taking these, taking them there, getting them their passes. It was, you know, $35 to ride those rides, you know, to get the wristband. Like the wife and I just paid the two bucks to get in. But it was worse than staple center prices. Like I, I go to the counter. Yeah, like it might, it, it might actually end up being worse than going to Disneyland. I right? Is it- I said that. that it, yeah. it, it, when we go to Disney, it's about a hundred bucks. You know, per right. like if you broke it down. You know. Yeah. And this was that. It, this was about the same amount of money. Ain't no Disneyland. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but we did. I get to the snack counter. Uh, two candy apples, a large popcorn, which is about. An extra small movie theater popcorn, right? And what else did he get? Oh, and a cup. But in candy. their defense, the movie theater popcorn sizes are ridiculous. They are, but but true, true. <laughs> uh, and, and then and then a cotton candy. And the guy's like uh, twenty eight bucks. And Holy I look, fuck. I look to the little guy. I'm like, thank God you're not smart enough to go to college, anyways. Oh God! And the guy behind the counter starts laughing. He goes, "Dude, I'm sorry." I'm like, and I looked. I'm like. Do you make the prices? He's like, no. I'm like, I know you don't make the prices. Right. You know, you're doing your job, but yeah, you know. But and even the 11 year old's like, I didn't know it was that much pepper. I'm like, well, make sure you go on every ride because it's here a couple more days. We ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were not in park shape. You know that the pandemic had caught up with them. These right. are these are kids. The last time we went to Disney w- with our friend Renetsky, right? She has. You know, she has the phone and the she has an Android phone and an Apple wristwatch, so she can you know counter steps and stuff like that. Right, dude. We did eleven and a half miles that day. We literally okay. did eleven yep. and a half miles, and it was one of those days where we got into the park a half hour before yeah. it opened, and the janitor had to nicely ask us to leave after it was closed. It was one of those days, and yep. eleven and a half. These guys did like five rides. The oldest one left with mom because he wasn't feeling good. The little guy wanted to stay and do a couple more. He did one more after they left. I will post the picture. Uh, he looks very much Kermit the Froggish. Mm. <laughs> you know, he is mm. just green. And he's like, I didn't know it spun when it got to the top. It's like, <laughs> dumbass, we've been in this line for 10 minutes. You didn't decide to look up when the other victim, I'm sorry, the other riders were taking their turn. But, um, you know, Joe, Joe and I have gone to a carnival uh, before together, and it's it's. I will always love them for the jerk, <laughs> you know. Sure, yeah, but uh, but yeah, you know, yeah. You don't, you don't, you 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 your 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 son never went through that phase where you had to take him to these things. We, uh, you know what? It's he's, he never liked the rides. So um, actually, um, you know, I've taken him to this. You know, there was a we've gone to Disneyland. You know, you know, with All Star and stuff. You know, stuff like that. Like we had that big group going to Disneyland a couple times. But and then there was another. And then after that, there was one more time where you guys invited us, and I asked him. I said, "Hey, you want to go?" I says, "No, I don't really like Disneyland that much, Dad." It's like, oh, great. You know, my wallet thanks you. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. So. exactly. Um, yeah. so I, I watched. Because I've been toying with stand up, if I have to go on one of those tours, right. I've been watching yeah. some. There's a show, and and the movie script that I'm going to be sending your little guy actually for his feedback because it's like, yeah, everybody who read this so far is around forty. It'd be great to get a couple people, you know, because the main character's twenty four. 
you know, so it'd be good to get a couple people in that demographic yep. to, to find out. Um, but I, I've heard of this show called Hacks. Okay. Uh, uh, and it's it's a 70, 60, between 60 and 70 year old um, Vegas comedian. Well, she's a touring comedian all through like the late okay. 70s, 80s and 90s. But she's been doing a residency at okay. this fictitious like Bellagio hotel. OK, yeah, you know, yeah. and she's kind of getting squeezed out because they, they want to bring in younger people. Although she's had this residency for like right, 10 right, plus right. years to the point right. where there's actually a street in the town they're renaming after her. Right. Right. And her manager also reps this 21, 22 year old girl who is the epitome of the entitled, like, although she's a social, uh, social justice warrior is okay. also yep. clueless to the way that the most of the world works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And yeah. and to kind of say, and then the girl sent out like an insensitive tweet that got her thrown off the show she was writing, and now she's kind of has herself, you know, blacklisted in the town to kind of save her career, but also to hey, maybe if I pair these up and she writes younger material for this older comic we can rejuvenate them and it's uh it's an interesting dynamic okay. you know I, i've watched all eight episodes so far and a couple episodes i'm like yeah i don't love it i like her don't like her i like so who, who plays the uh who plays the comic oh my the god old... i knew you were gonna ask i i, I, <laughs> I see her i'm horrible at name but she's somebody if, who's if, if there only was a tool that we can use that what was kind of conveniently located where we could look up just about anything that you can look up in the world. Let's Cast see. Cast list TV show hacks. <laughs> hacks. Hacks TV series. And let's see. Who do we got here? Yeah, Gene Smart. Starring Gene Smart. Oh, and she yeah. is great. She is like I, I don't you know so so sidebar so every time Joe likes to ask me if uh you know a person of color's actors names and I don't know it and he likes to take that opportunity to say I'm a racist uh which I'm not saying I'm not uh but I also don't remember you know I remember the Marvel characters most of them you know because sure, there's 22 sure. movies you know sure. uh, but yeah no it's fun it's it's. It's it's a it's a fun thing, and there's a couple elements in there between an, a, a a legend who yep. gets a younger person, you know, dynamic in there. But it's fun. I mean, that's you know that's that's what's been keeping me busy for the last week. Got it. Well, yeah, you know, and that, that actually that sounds actually pretty good. Um, no, it's it. But I've also been watching. It's funny that you put this on the list. Uh, Dog mom versus bear. Mom, I'll let you go. Have you seen it? Oh, Have you seen? I, I, it? I, mean, did, oh, I did. I saw. Hopefully, it. everybody's seen it, right? So there's a there's an LA uh, you know community called uh, Bradbury, which is kind of on on the uh, on the foothills of LA. So uh, essentially, in the way LA LA people for, for people who don't know LA geography, right? It's essentially the northern border of LA is just you know just wilderness. It's like re legit mountains. And so, you know, and the bears occasionally just kind of come down and see what's up. And so basically this is uh, a, one bear that decided that um, it's going to hang around these houses. And it was on top of uh, uh, a house's brick fence, you know, and the, 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 the 
bear, which was a mama bear, was going at it with a bunch of these tiny little doggies. You know, it's those those tiny dogs. Man, those, I mean, the bravery of these tiny dogs are just amazing. But they were basically going at it. To, and then at one point, the mama bear swiped at, you know, one of the dogs. And so the dog mom, I think she's like a teenager, runs out, pushes the mama bear off the fence, grabs one of her dogs, and just rushes back into the house, which is like the, the most insane thing I've ever seen. But, you I know, who, she I, loves I, her dogs. Good for her. I think I saw it, it might have been. You know, one of the people like Rex Chapman or Mark Hamill, who I follow yeah. on Twitter, and they had I had seen it on their post and they're like an all capitalizations, no hesitation. Like <laughs> she looked out and saw yeah. what was going on because it's yeah. on the security cam thing. And she just makes a beeline for that bear. Right. And yeah, I mean, and, yeah. And I think, you know, you know, several people have made that point. But basically, both creatures were, you know. Under their, you know, you know, running by instinct, right? You know, mama bears protecting her babies and the dog moms protecting her babies, right? I mean, it's really I probably the same instinct to some degree, right? So, you know, pretty amazing stuff. You know, allegedly nobody got hurt. So all's well that ends well. But yeah. And, and people don't. People when when I would drive to your place from the beach, yeah. you go through patches where it's it's it, it yep. is nothing but wilderness for miles and miles and miles and, and people forget yep. that that you know where, where all-star lives i mean he lives in a norman rockwell pasadena yep. neighborhood yep. i'll give out his social security number and exact home address later yep. uh, but honestly well you know he lives what five five minutes from the rose bowl ten minutes from the rose bowl which yeah, I mean, truly well, him, yeah. is yeah. in the woods there's yeah. nothing around that but wilderness for like you know yeah, and you know, if you go into one direction, and once again, Pasadena is right on the foothills, also. Right on, yeah. So, yeah, so definitely, uh, um, you know, lots of your standard coyotes, skunks, raccoons, and all those good stuff around. And occasionally, they'll get you know. You always feel bad when you see like lost Chihuahua or missing cat, dude. That that cat ain't missing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you feel yeah. bad. On the other, so another story regarding a mom. Uh, I guess Texas Oof. is maybe now the new Florida. So some piece of shit lady sees her neighbor's puppy. And I don't know. I, I didn't do that much research into yeah. it, but I just read enough where, and I saw it in a couple places. I'm like, is this the, cause now you have to do that. Is this the onion? Am I reading the <laughs> onion? No, no, this is on CNN. Okay. I also saw it on Axio, you know, a woman, you know, mid twenties, sees her pup, neighbor's puppy run down the street and decides I'm going to shoot this dog. Like just starts randomly shooting at it. Yeah. One, of the, one of the bullets ricochets and I think hit her five-year-old in the yeah, abdomen. Right, right. It's like, you know, mom accidentally shoots child while shooting at a puppy. Like, first of all, you're a piece of shit shooting at a puppy. Who shoots at a puppy? You know, uh, and, and it's like, you feel bad for the five-year-old, but you know, you kind of, maybe it's okay because maybe the state will take him away because if he's going to be raised by a woman shooting at a puppy, uh, you know, maybe getting a bullet in the stomach at age five is better than being raised by, you oh know, my God. You know, uh, but yeah, so, you know, Florida has its competition from Texas. And speaking of Florida, we're not, we're just going to joke about this for a second. Um, and, and the 20... 16 uh, debates when Hillary Clinton says 
how do you bankrupt a casino? That that was right. just close. Right. So so the question in 2021, Biff, now becomes how do you bankrupt a Bank- blog? <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm sure they have costs, right? But whatever. What are the costs? I mean, literally. I, I'm sure they have costs because somebody has to. I don't know. It, I guess. I guess the surprising part of it, though, is that, like, I mean, I thought that there was a huge fan base, you know, eager to see material from this guy, and so that uh, you know, it's like, I mean, people like whatever, you know. Like there's a bunch of people that just puts out awful content, but because people want to hear it, you know, right. they make money, right? Well, this I I did I did not go to the blog. I didn't want to give it a click. But one of the things I've heard from people who monitor this, yeah. it was like an old school blog, so it was kind of not the most easy to navigate, you know, type thing. Uh, and and the, the the hilarious thing is. I'm sad. So you're telling me Junior was the webmaster? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I'm, I'm sad to say that, you know, two days later or three days later after he folded the, the blog uh-huh. that Facebook came out and says, okay, we're holding up this band for two more years. It's like what the within the first day, there's going to be something posted that should instantly – you know, right. remind everybody, oh, this is why it was good. But I don't know. Did did he think he's getting back on Facebook and that's why he shut it down? And- well, I mean, it, it, it's probably one of those. But I mean, Facebook on their own is probably thinking, hmm. So two years from now, what is that? Hmm. So let's number pre- of 23. That's not that's not, that has no impact on the elections or anything. Right. L- let's let's pretend we, we have a way back machine. You know, yeah. you know, Mr. Peabody takes us in his way back machine and we go and, and we watch the Mayans. And let's say there's a shaman for the Mayans. I don't know what they what right. they call their their prophets who kept saying the world's going to end on this day. And then when the world doesn't end, they're like, oh, it was a miscalculation. It's going to end on. Uh, this day and then that day comes and goes and how many how many passes does that Sherman get before the Mayans are like you know what you're the next you're the the next tool we're going to sacrifice to this god and throw him in a volcano or her in a volcano I don't know Um, with that said I guess the new inauguration is going to be in August or I guess it's not an inauguration the word is he's going to be reinstated in August yeah yeah whatever I mean but how many, I mean, how many, oh, no, 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 it's going to be in February. No, 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 we met, we met uh, April. No, 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 we met uh, June, you know, and now, and each and every time that the fundraising they do on it, and I don't feel bad for the people shelling out, you know, but at no, what not point, at all. when do they, when do they either A, run out of cash to give, um, or B, you know, yeah. and, and, and the fun, and that's the other funny thing about the Florida. Well, I mean, I, I don't feel bad for those people, but I think it's, it, it's, it's really like the same thing that, you know, the, some of those online televangelists are, you know, it, it's, it's just a horrible, horrible grift. Right. I mean, that's, the, that's the thing. And, and they are to some degree preying upon the, you know, the gullible. Right. So in that sense, you know, and uh, they, have you ever, have you ever, no, do you guys? Yeah, you guys. Who got a shout out? Was it on Cameo that you guys got a shout out for Paul a little while ago? Uh, the, yeah, somebody, somebody did. Uh, one of the guys got a, bought a, a Scotty Bowman cameo for uh, for Old Man Paul. Yeah. Are there a lot? Are there a lot of billionaires selling? You know, five minute or 
30 second shout outs on cameo as- Ooh, billionaires uh you know what i actually have looked up hockey players uh so i you know none of those people are going to be billionaires but yeah. I, I mean it's you know it's interesting what what is that website now that has um you can take a writing class from steve martin or you can take is that the master class the master class there's some there's yeah. some big names on that like wayne okay. gretzky yeah. uh, you know speaking yeah. of has him so that's one thing uh to subscribe to that but i can't imagine you know steve martin how much would it cost my whole point is don jr is now on cameo who is shelling out 500 bucks to get a 30 second shout out from that oh bad somebody somebody uh, i saw a tweet uh, so somebody tweeted about that where it basically said uh don't you know shell out your your, your you know your money to uh try to troll one of your friends with a don jr cameo because you know you're kind of you know essentially you know, doing what he wants you to do, basically, is the idea, right? But, but what, you know, so, so allegedly a billionaire, what, what, you know, why is this quote unquote billionaire? Because he's the man of the people. <laughs> he wants to be out there. He He's giving people an opportunity to present himself to be out there. I just, he I, is a generous man. Uh, how is, uh, how is COVID going in LA? Uh, generally really well. Like, you know, it's the uh, vaccination rates are pretty good. Um, uh, and I, I, I guess we're opening up on June 15th. Um, so we will see what kind of, you know, you know, what happens, but it, I think just from the standpoint that our entire family has now been vaccinated, um, you know, my son and you know wife will still have, uh, another week of a waiting period till they're in what they, whatever, you know, they're in full, you know, our protection or whatever, but uh, I've been, uh, good for about a month now. So I think that has really change the stress level you know on my part in terms of you know i'm out there i'm still wearing a mask but i'm not so stressed out about some you know person just walking around with a you know with a chin cup or whatever you know so it's a lot less stressful to be out there and 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 here in massachusetts the vaccination rates i don't know if they're the best in the country but they're i I thought i I know it was up there i think massachusetts is really high you know and and it's it is funny because at, at this point in Massachusetts, if you're not vaccinated, you don't want it and you're not going to. So we're, yeah. we're pretty much tapped out because you, you you go to the CVSs or the Walgreens. Yeah. Uh, you know, my guy, my little guy, he, he went to his doctor's office. And honestly, from the signing in to the getting from here, the thing, yeah. the only you didn't stop until he sat in the chair, got the shot. You know what I mean? There's no right. lines. There's no waiting yep. at, at this point. So, but the same with you, we still keep our masks in the car. If yep. I'm going to the store and, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep a mask probably on me or in my car yeah. for the foreseeable future. I, sure. You know, cold and flu season, not that I get the cold, but you know, why, why look, I don't think my, my, uh, manhood was in jeopardy or my freedoms oh it's the opposite for me i have this mask that is like the basically the uh, the nose and mouth of of bailey the uh la king's you know lion mascot oh no and i get so so many compliments on my mask and of course no i never got any compliments you know being myself so It is, an, it is an improvement. Uh, but you mentioned televangelist, and there's a televangelist, Rick Wills. And he, you know, I know there's a lot of the 
Fauci created this 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 yeah. in the vaccine so he could blah blah blah. And this this piece of shit, this televangelist, it's God's plight against humanity. A, it's a hoax, but B, yeah. this hoax is being perpetrated because the LGBT Q community exists uh but it's a hoax on one hand it's a hoax on the other hand it's from god because you know you know you know the village people and um guess who's in the hospital with covid <laughs> yeah and he's one yeah. of those people who's been screaming for a year don't wear a mask don't wear a mask yeah. don't be a sheep god's gonna protect you well god's gonna protect you if you're not one of them you know um and it, it's, in, in in God's defense, you know, you know, take taking taking the souls in is part of his job. So, you know, I, and I don't I don't have look, like I said, in Massachusetts, if you're not if you don't have the shot, I, you can't say everybody, but yeah, I'm going to say 90 plus 95 plus percent of the people who haven't got the shot can't, you know, don't want it. And if they yep. get it and they get sick and they die off, well, um. I, I, I do not feel bad. I do not lament that, you know, people can still get it. I mean, that's a scary thing. Not everybody can get yep. the shot. Some people are going to get it. Uh, you know, a friend of ours just lost a dear friend, you know, from this, you know, within the past couple of months. And it's sad to hear. But back here in a state where it's been under control for a while, um, you know, yeah, you're, you're just a jackass. Now, speaking of jackass, thank you, Biff, for finally sending me a week in crime. Uh, on a YouTube, so the video played, so I know what okay. you're about to talk about. Well, so um, you know, there there's crime, and then there's crime, and I don't. So this this one is uh, I I don't you know, and I it's so awful. I we have this is the kind of thing that we don't see in this in our country. Thank God, because thank God. You know, right, thank God, thank God. So this this man decides that he could just go to his neighborhood Seven Eleven. Plug his, you know, household appliances into the outlet attached to that building and steal the 7-Eleven electricity. Unbelievable. Who does that? Who goes around stealing electricity from 7-Elevens? Well, this man did. Thank God the police step in. <laughs> well, let's... Biff, Biff you, 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 we'll post it. You, you, you post it on Twitter or I will. Yeah, the three minute clip. I don't know. Did did Ridley Scott direct this <laughs> new segment? Because the graphics of the of the store going dark and the electric bolt going through. They did yeah. the same. No, you know who directed this? I'll tell you who directed this. This this was a this was a thirty second news story that Zack Snyder made three minutes long because <laughs> with Zack Snyder's slow mo pants, they kept slow mo panning to the same outlets. Sometimes yep. they were pan left to right and zooming on the outlets. Sometimes they were pan, you know, right to left and zooming on the yep. outlets. Sometimes they would cut down, pan down to the outlets. They kept panning down to the I, same I'll say outlets. This. I don't know. I don't know what it is about Japanese news where they love the reenactments, you know, and, you know, or the whatever. Yeah, the reenactments, basically. And they put in all this effort into the reenactments. It's like, it's like, wow. It's like, I mean, that's a lot of money they're spending on the news. Well, you had, you had the, the special effects of the electric bolt coming right. through. Yeah. You had the, not low grade like the animations 
you had them tracking the car down at the end. Let's house. just say, let's just say they're intern grade, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> intern grade. But, but th there was like four different kinds of mediums that were put into this two and yeah. a half minute news segments. And and my favorite sex cider, you know, slow motion pan in. They yeah. track down this guy's so so I guess the cops come to the guy's car. I couldn't yeah. tell. Did he cause a power outage in the seven eleven? Or no, was no, it just no, no. okay. No, no, no. There was no power outage. You know, just like, you know, basically those, you know, the store people spotted them. What the hell is this guy doing? Let's call the police. And apparently that is reenactment, you know, uh, eligible, okay. you know, event. Right. Now, so. my, my next question to you, um, did those noodles look good? They look pretty good to me. I couldn't tell what kind of noodles yeah, he had made. You know but... what? You know what? One thing. Um, and people who haven't been to Japan laugh at this. Like, Food at 7-Eleven in Japan is actually really good. Like 7-Eleven is a fun place to go uh, to go buy food, like to buy snacks and whatever else. I mean, it, it literally they, they literally have a smorgasbord. So 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 the guy does. And, and I'll be honest, um, I'll, I'll jump ahead a little bit. To, no, let's let's stay on this. So okay. they do the reenactment. They yep. track down the car, but my favorite Zack Snyder slow-mo thing is they find the car at the impound, and yep. they slowly pan in, zoom in on the plate. His, right, his, right. his empty plate of noodles. There's and, our smoking gun! <laughs> and did, did, am I wrong, or was there a police pursuit? Um, I think there was a bit of a pursuit, right? I mean, they basically, the guy did not, you know, but it's, you know, and the funny thing is, though, like, the the fabulous uh, police chase that we see in this country just doesn't happen in that country. It's just not quite as fun in that sense. But yeah. So, because so, it did, it showed the animation of the cops yep. like leaning into the car, talking to him, and yep. then he drives away, and then it cuts yep. to real footage of like his yep. car down the street surrounded by right, 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 you know, yep. other cop cars. So, yeah, eventually, you know, I mean, and and what was he charged with? Uh, based, I think it's a it's a form of petty theft. I think, and 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 I I, I did it I, like. When you send the stuff and I can't figure out where the play button is, yes. I, I I enjoyed this one, you know, quite a lot. <laughs> and, and it's funny because playing a video game the other day, playing the Resident Evil, yep. you have to climb up on this one roof in this village and the roof is half gone right, and there's right. an electrical cable dropping down. And it looks like one person is running an electric power from one house to the other. And, dude, it brought back memories. I may or may not... I'll have to check with you know my buddies Dan and Ron and John. I may or may not in 1991, 92, uh, have figured out that the upstairs apartment where there was like four girls living up there, their power box was in our basement. Oh, okay. and we lost power and by lost power we just stopped paying the bill okay. and so for a whole semester we may or may not have <laughs> lost power off this uh uh fast forward we did <laughs> yeah know? sure you know because back yeah. then in the 90s you, what we would do is you could order the phone cable and electricity and aliases. It was so easy. And oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. everybody in the Batman yeah. universe, you know, right. one semester it would be James Gordon had everything turned on. Right, so right. in late August, everything would get turned on. 
and it takes about three or four months for them to catch up. And you know, it's like, right. oh, we're you know, right in time to go home for Christmas break. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, the next semester, oh, it's Tim Drake ordered everything or it's Barbara Gordon. And so one semester we just, you know, it didn't get turned on. And I'm like, oh. I think I got to work around. So, so uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not going to look on this guy too harshly because maybe, <laughs> you know, the, the 22 year old jock, maybe not making all the best decisions at the time. <laughs> well, um, but, but yeah, no, I saw that and I thought, I thought that was great. You know yeah. what else I thought was great? Uh, did you do anything special for Memorial day? Uh, I slept. That was special. Okay. So we're, 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 you know, um, where you have passports to two other countries, maybe you don't have the love for this country as you should. Maybe you should have spent. <laughs> I love this country. Maybe, That's why I live well, here. Well, then why weren't you sending around pictures on Memorial Day to get shout outs for Lee Harvey Oswald like a lot of other great Americans were doing? <laughs> right. And so I, and I sent out the clip to, you know, uh, when, when you uh, kind of. Uh, hit us up with that, and um, it, it immediately made me think of the uh, uh, Full Metal Jacket scene, where you know, yep. you know, right? Basically, that the, the the drill sergeant's talking about you know two uh, historically um, awesome Marines, you know, who learned how to shoot as a Marine, and a one of them was target. The- from 600 right. feet away. Right, right. Got off six, three shots, two of the McKell right. shot in the head inside six yep. seconds. Yep. You yeah. will not leave my island. <laughs> And so, you know, it, it was kind of that on your moment, right? So, it, and, and for those who don't know what we're talking about, some people much smarter than Biff and much funnier than me decided to reach out to a bunch of GOP members yeah. with a picture of Lee R. Harvey Oswald, Oswald, Oswald when he was a private in the yeah. army. Or the Marines, sorry. Marines, yeah. And say, oh, this is my Uncle Rufus. And he is a World War II vet and a big fan of yours. It would mean the world if you could retweet this and thank him for his service. And, oh, my. And and the fact that all of these people don't have an intern who monitors their social media. Well, you know what, though? I think that's the that's the hard part. Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, you. I don't know if you're gonna do the Google, you know, image search for every one of these things that come up. But I mean, I think it's a very you know, like guys our age recognize Lee Harvey Oswald, right? But I don't know if you know people who are the interns' age would recognize. You know that. I mean, it, that that face is a pretty memorable face. At least you know we're probably at the tail end of the people who recognize By Lee Harvey yeah. Oswald, right? But before right? So, you send something, I, yeah. I, look, how long does it take to do a reverse image search on the Google? Yeah, yeah I, well, like I said, I I I, I get it. Or but bank, I wonder, or ask yeah. Jeeves. I don't want to, you know, put all my eggs in the Google basket. Ask yeah, Jeeves. I, I want, but I wonder if it's one of those deals where they ha- they get such a high volume of these, right? That you know they don't have, you know. But you're right, though. They should be doing this, right? I mean, and, they should have. Yeah. And when are we going to stop blaming Lee Harvey Oswald, who was a patsy, who had nothing to do with this, who wasn't there? Because the real killer, you know, well, yeah. the real killer turns well, out course. to be Woody Harrelson's dad. Well, yeah. I don't know his relationship with Ted Cruz's father. Yeah. But I've heard. Right. I've heard from a. 
from a high government source, probably the highest government source at the yeah, time, yeah. that it was Ted Cruz's father. But yeah, yeah. Did, did you know that story about Lee Har- about um and I and I knew it, but I relearned it this week that Woody Harrelson's father was an assassin. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, you thought? Wow. Oh, no, I'm not kidding. Lee no, Harvey. I gotta, look, I gotta look that up. Uh, yeah, Woody Harrelson's dad has been linked to a couple high-profile assassinations, <laughs> including, awesome. including he was escorted off the grassy knoll the morning of wow, dude. dude Woody, it's, it's it's when I saw it, wow. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm not going to fall for this like the GOP fucks did. Right. I'm actually going to look. And, and and as I'm looking up, I'm like, oh, I think Joe and I had talked about this before. But, yeah, truly, truly Crazy. Woody, Woody Harrelson and, and Ted Cruz's dad apparently, you, you know, did this. Uh, Charles Void Harrelson, July 23rd, 1938, March 15th, 2007, is an American hitman and organized crime figure oh who was God. convicted of assassinating federal judge John H. Wood Jr., the first federal judge to be killed in the 20th century. Harrelson was the father of acting Woodrow Harrelson. And then you go down and it's like, yeah, he was tied to this murder of Alan Harry Berg, Sam, I can't say his last name, that judge, allegations of involvement in the assassination of John Kennedy. So yeah, he was a real honest to goodness, wow. you know, mob hitman. Crazy. So, so anyways, that that's 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 a fun fact. So okay. So Biff, you know a little about you know Japan, but your real expertise comes in the way of the NHL. And now oh that the God. playoffs are underway, yeah. Let, let, let's before we talk about anything about the scores and how awesome, yeah, my Bruins are doing that hit in the Jets Montreal series. Oh, yeah, awful, right? I mean, and it's kind it's really dis- disappointing because you know, so for those who don't pay attention or don't even care, I'll, I'll tell it to you anyway. Winnipeg Jets were down four to three at the tail end of the game, and they pulled their goalie and and a player from the Montreal Canadiens uh, get to a puck that it, that gets uh, dumped towards the Winnipeg zone. Uh, he comes around from behind the net to score the empty net goal, and as as he's doing that, uh, a player named Mark Shifley from the Winnipeg Jets come flying down from the other end of the ice. You know, seemingly to stop the goal, but basically he just just runs straight through the the player, and the player is out. I mean, he just knocked him out, and it was an ugly hit. I mean, the guy had a what uh, a hundred foot, you know? Oh, he, and, and, right? and is he giving away? Is he sixty pounds heavier? I mean, yeah, I mean he's a bigger Several player, but I mean, it's, he you left, know, you know what they say, right? Feet, leaves his feet. Yeah. yeah, you know what what they say, right? It's, it's about you know the speed matters more than the mass, right? right. You know, but but when so, you have both, but yeah. So I mean, it was it was an ugly hit, and you know it's unfortunate because Shifley is not a player known for for dirty play, right? He's generally regarded as a clean player, and but there was a lot of this thing where he, you know, even after the. Uh, suspension was handed down. He said, "Well, I was trying to stop a goal, and I'm thinking, I know, I think you were trying to go through the guy." He had no, yeah. he he made no effort, and again, left. Yeah. It's 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 one of those things going back to what 70, 72, 73, The Pat right. Burns hit on Bobby Orr, where yeah, Bobby Orr even said, "Yeah, my head was down a little too long." So the guy's head may he wasn't at all expecting he was going to get. Hit, let alone 
this. You know, his head was down, but it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, I'm not victim shaming because you did. You saw a couple ex-NHL guys. I think I sent you guys. It's just awful. He should have, you know, this is playoff hockey. It's like, yeah, this is Phoenix hockey. (laughs) If you remember that famous quote. Yeah, right. (laughs) Real serious stuff. You know, a bunch of drunken people getting together on the rolling weekend. But but to say that the guy's head was down and stuff. You know what? Yeah, it was. And maybe, maybe he shouldn't have been that lasai. You know, fair about it, lazy fair. You know, excuse my French being not that French. And, but that hit, he had every intention. He didn't play the puck. He didn't put his no. stick down to, ba- you know, to keep no. the wraparound from happening. No. He left his feet, shoulder to head. And that was just, especially now, you know, with, with player safety yeah. issues and all this collective bar. I mean, for one player to disregard another person's. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's an important point. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. And, and you no, know, uh, but how how are you doing with your pick so far? Are that are the Habs actually gonna pull off this upset? I mean, the the my picks are doing better than my leaves, so let's just put it, you know, put it there. Uh, you know, I've I got two brackets wrong. One of them is of course the leaves. What a shock. And then the other one is uh I picked Minnesota on an upset over uh, Las Vegas. Uh they took him to seven games, so you know it was pretty close. I guess technically Toronto took him to seven games, although it shouldn't have gone that far. Well, I was going to but... say Detroit. Did, did, I, I, I think you meant to say Montreal took it to seven games. Yeah, I um, mean, dude, I, I it's it's look, I I don't have a love loss for the Leafs, but I do. You at one point you do. You got to say it's like holy shit, you haven't that city. That city hasn't won a playoff series in 17 years. It's it's yeah. it's almost criminal, especially again the 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 players on that team, the talent on that team. Well, and- I I think okay, so. I think that there's a little bit of a misnomer there, and I think there's a certain parallel to Edmonton there. And what you um and this I had a uh, discussion with one of the uh, the guys last night, and I said, listen, I don't know why you know like why you all think. The Leafs are going to be such a great team. You know, go ahead and pull up the roster of the Toronto Maple Leafs and put them against like the real teams that are contending. You know, the Tampa Bay's, the you know, the Boston Bruins, the Colorado Avalanche, and just go you know line by line and see. You once you do that matchup, you see, oh my God, you know, this is why these guys, you know, the the you know the the Tampa, Boston, Colorados are going so far, and Toronto's at home. I mean. But you bring, and you can say the same for the Edmonton. You know, it, it it is. I mean, think about it. Edmonton has the past two two different players who have won the league MVP on their roster, and they were swept. Right, right. It, it's it's unbelievable. You know, we could do a sideshow just on. Wait a minute. How have the Edmonton Oilers drafted well? It's not like they've missed on their draft picks. Like oh, they, they have. They, they, well, they've <laughs> they had, have. but they've also drafted some real phenomenal players that yeah. just yeah. had good careers, but couldn't surround them with any talent. But when you got like Thornton coming over from the Sharks, it's like yeah. okay, so now you got this Matthews, this unworldly talent, and you're bringing in the the vet who's going to teach them how to lose yeah. big. Players. No, I no, I, I don't. So you know, I don't think Thornton's the problem, and I don't. You know, and I, I think he there are the other solution. issues. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and when I say that, like, I'm you look at like a Pat Maroon in Tampa, and it's like you know, I mean, you, you, if you could fit them into a particular role, I think it's fine. And I don't think that Thornton was the guy that was a problem because 
you know, to some degree, he did a lot on the power play, but then on the other hand, their power play sucks. So, you know, it, it was, uh, but I do, it's the thing about the Leafs and their plight. It's not that they, I'm just trying to think who's been a shitty, they're not the Buffalo Sabres who have been a shitty team for the last 17 years. The fact that I think Actually, they, they haven't been Buffalo Sabres plight is really closer to the last 12, but they, when's the last time the Sabre, but the whole thing is the Leafs haven't lost playoff series after playoff series. The Leafs haven't been bad. The Leafs have been heartbreakingly bad where I think in the last 17 years, they've yeah. lost. Yeah, help me with the number. Have they lost seven game sevens? Something like that. Yeah, they've lost a lot. I mean, that's that's the soul crushing thing. It's like, you know, when, when people always talk about, oh, the Red Sox and the Cubs were the same. It's like, no, the Cubs for 80 years sucked. They would have two or three years here and yep. there where they yep. would be OK. Yep. But generally speaking, you know, baseball season starts the first week of April. By the first week of May, the math, the, the, right, right. the Cubs were mathematically eliminated. The Red Sox lost seven like either World Series games or, you know, back then when there was only, you know, uh, uh, one round of the playoffs before the World Series or something like that. They lost seven game sevens. Yeah, seven game sevens in the World Series. The Red Sox lost between their two World Series. So they were always, you know, that close. And and that's what sucks. Like if you're a shitty team, if you are the the Bengals or if you are, you know, go down with any sport team uh, um, who's just phenomenally bad. You, yep. you, if you're the Cleveland Browns, you yep. know what I mean? It's like, you know, you go into every season with hope, but by week three, you're brought back to, to earth. And and with the Leafs, they don't do that. They truly, truly, you know, and each and every time, each of those seven games, it's like the laws of averages say you're going to get a bounce. You you, you can get yeah. outplayed, right. but you're going to get one seven, you know, one out of seven right. bounces should go your way. Well, I mean, yes and no, right? I mean, it also, I mean, so I think there's literally three generations of teams, right, that have done this. But the, I think the issue of with the current generation, there is, I, I mean, I mean, I feel like the Mike Babcock effect is still lingering to some degree. But all that aside, I mean, you could just see how hard, how much the pressure is because when Mitch Marner, uh, you know they're down. They're already shorthanded, and Mitch Marner hurls the puck over the ice. And you look at him in the penalty box, and that guy has the look of a, a teenage boy that just wrecked their family's brand new car. <laughs> I'm serious. You know I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. Right. And I'm thinking, you know, there is so much, you know, you know, weight on this guy, and it's like, you know, and, and I just felt I, at that moment, I just felt so bad for that guy, you know, and I really feel bad for him in general because of, of the amount of abuse he's getting oh no it's not you know and, and also help me out who is the tennis the 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 tennis phenom who which were from the french open this week because oh naomi osaka yeah yeah the, the fact that this the stigma with with yeah. mental health yeah it, worldwide it's not in the country yeah. so here's this girl this woman this is tremendous athlete who's yeah. like yeah i don't want to go through this shit like i you know and and and, and seriously why yep. why do we do that? Why do we need get the head coach out there? But you yep. know, you just lost a big match. You just yep. lost a game seven. Don't don't make the guys come out of the locker room and talk about it. You know what I mean? It's yep. like do your own fucking job, journalist. Yep. But this 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 woman says, you know what? It ain't worth playing tennis right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can go and play 
and then to pay the fine for not talking to the media yeah. or I'd just rather stay home and not deal with yeah. and the and the mask and toxicity of like that's part of the job. Oh, if you can't take it, yeah. it's like yeah, you know, and, and I do I feel bad for like I said, the guys on the leaves and the kids who you know, you're in a hot you're you're yeah. you're in the mecca of hockey, right? And and you fail on such a grand stage. And again, you lose to the Bruins in game seven, you lose to the Canadians in yeah. game seven, and you lose to the lightning. Or the avalanche. Yeah. It, it's not as bad, but it's a to lose yeah. to the Habs yeah. on home ice. Right. So what? So what I say? What I'll say to, about all of them though is that ultimately, like, I you know, I, I it was one of those. Yeah, there we go again. But you know, I still don't feel as bad as I felt in '93 oh. when the in, in the finals because, and the reason is is that I know that there a lot of people had. You know a lot of expectation for this uh, Leafs team, and like I like I told you earlier, I don't think this Leafs team is that great. I mean, they have these great stars; those those core guys that are stars are legitimately legit legit great, right? But you know, I didn't expect them to you know go anywhere near sniffing the cup. No, but right? but yeah, you're right. That '93 team, and again, that's one of those. Oh, I'm talking about the '93 Kings loss. Oh, oh okay. Kings. I was, I was because get, and yeah. then we, well, let me go. So because the '93 Kings stole Game One in Montreal, and until the stick incident, right, had the lead late into the second game. Taylor is it, it, Taylor's with his friend, and they used to travel yeah. to the games all yeah. the time. They. They were literally just couldn't believe it because they're sitting there. Yeah. If they're not yeah. on the glass, they're pretty damn right. close to the glass. It's like we're going home to to nothing. Yeah, we're going home to nothing. And then that happened. No, that that is soul. That is. So, I mean, that that to me, that is like, I mean, and you know, and obviously I love the Kings, but, you know, you know, at that point, that was so much more heartbreaking, you know. That, that, that's that's losing franchise that series. destroying. That's that. Honestly, yeah. you've seen it. You yeah. know, and you, you go through the sports. The teams that have had that kind of loss that way, it's yeah. hard to bounce back. It, yeah. it, it, it it is hard to bounce back. Well, you know what? Uh, before we get off, like the hockey, yeah. last weekend was our annual trip to Phoenix. You know that we've now missed for two years. Yep. What is the name of the bar inside Scottsdale Plaza? JD's. JD's. So yeah. I did, and I, and, I, and look, uh, you know, if if All Star Scotty Black or any, you know, Al's listen, no, Al never went. So the guys who would hang out with us at JD's, um, okay. I've already, I already put Taylor on notice, I'm putting together a class action suit. Um, I feel like like in a divorce proceedings, like you become. Um, accustomed to a certain style of life sure yeah uh do you want to join the lawsuit that says that john should be on the hook <laughs> for the money he would have spent at jd's on us to be divided amongst the four or five oh, of us like i, I think patty's God. in that group or oh, thriller thriller i, oh, I think the lawsuit God. is me you thriller and, and who who else who else should be Ari and gatina right <laughs> yeah you know but those guys those guys were the last couple years but we're going back look for a decade plus sure right you, well you we know, have to add ruger right and, you gotta add ruger in there yeah and 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 not just the money he spent on the food and the beer. He was a phenomenal tipper, especially true, yeah. especially when he would leave a day early and leave yeah. me in right, charge. Right, right. Then yeah. that guy became the greatest tipper yeah. in the history of of it. So so before we get off the hockey talk, I, I, I'm you know yeah. I've actually been getting a little bit 
by the bug. It's like, you know, it's time to start hitting the ice and I can't play here, but I did. I, you know, when I wasn't busy forwarding pictures of Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, over over Memorial Day weekend, I was lamenting the fact that the fertilizers were once again uh, not in Phoenix playing you know, Phoenix yep. hockey. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, video games. I'm guessing you haven't done much this week, or have not much news. No, it's just been a. I have done. You know, I have not even watched all of the hockey games, which is just so in such bump. You know, just bumsy out to no end. But yeah. Uh, so eventually, I'm going to get the Resident e- Resident. Uh, 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 <laughs> Evil. So I, I I said the last episode when we recorded two weeks ago, yeah, I'm done playing. And I, I pretty much stuck to it. One day, the little guy was like, you know, after you play a game, you, there's downloadable content and these different challenge maps. I spent a day with him kind of doing it. Okay, and, the, yep. and then, you know, it, it's, you know, one kid's getting into baseball and we can get to the field and hit it around and, and, and catch and stuff like that. He, he, so this is us playing catch. But I'm like, right, 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 right. yeah, dude, I'm not sitting, you know, like it was fun. It was great. Uh, but he's he's stunned that it's like, yeah, I can walk away from it. Uh, but it is, it's, <laughs> dude, it's it's one of those things where the game costs 60 bucks. The downloadable content was another twenty dollars. Uh, that's okay. about that's about a third of what two tickets to a Kings game cost. You know what I mean? It's, it's less than what we spent at the carnival and and we're probably spending by the time he moves on to the next game. And the time that I put, we're paying about hmm, 48 cents per hour of entertainment. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, so so it, it is definitely worth it. I already talked about the show hacks. Uh, I'm right. Yep. I, I think I mentioned this last time too. Speaking about video games, there is a great show called Mythic Quest on Disney on um, Apple TV Plus. It's basically okay. uh, World of Warcraft. It's The Office. It's the TV show The Office inside World of Warcraft Office. So it's okay. a guy who created. So it's Mythic Quest is a is a is a make believe game that's akin to to one of those. Um, one of those like you know battle axes medieval yep. time games it's a great and it's fun you know it, it's a fun show um it is it, it's a, it's a really good show if i was going to recommend a show other than hacks i would say mythic quest other than nhl stuff do you got anything going on i got nhl stuff and that's it watch nhl on the fly <laughs> <laughs> just and i'm just going to ask you uh yeah do you, do you find it at all patronizing, sexist? Um, every NHL on the fly show uh-huh. has a different size minus zero, you know, high heeled, like, you know, lady talking with Scott Scarface, Scott Stevens, you know, about hockey. Do you, you know, do you think it's a, a, a little, a little dated for that or, you know, or. I, well, I, I, it's one of those deals where, um, I think it kind of it varies. I, I, part of it is is that I I think it's good to have different voices, right? So, and you know, but I think the what I like to uh, I I'm kind of interested in seeing what ESPN does next year because they already hired um Leah Hextall, who is I think Brian Hextall's daughter, and Ron Hextall's cousin, Dennis Hextall's niece. Right. And she's actually done, you know, been doing play by play in Canada for various teams. That's great. Uh, she's and, and she's fantastic. Um, and they uh, ESPN hired her as a play by play. And I think um, 
AJ Malesko, who's been doing uh, 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 color on the uh, NBC Sports Network telecast, is, I, I mean, also fantastic. I mean, I mean, really, the, I mean, she's so much better than at least you know two of the men. I mean, like Pierre Maguire is just so awful. There are know? a couple. You know who's you know who's been good. Who I don't remember being there in the past is um, Anton Carter. Anson, I like Anson Carter a lot. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where it, and he's so it just angers me when I see like Babcock on it. It's like, Ugh. why do you have Babcock on? You know, I mean, like, honestly, he's a dinosaur, and yeah. Anson Carter. I and Anson Carter is you know a yeah. guy in his mid fifties saying, I yep. can't believe how old Anson Carter is. I didn't think he was forty seven, yeah. but you yeah. look at his career. He he had a really great lace him up for like fifteen year career. That yeah. Guy. Yep, it, it it was it bummed me out that because I I was so jacked when he became a king, but it just didn't work out. I was so bummed when he left Boston. My sister, yeah. well, yeah, he was he great was, in Boston. He yeah. was really he was a yeah. fan favorite, you know. Yep. Uh, but I, yeah, but I like Dominic more, and but like guys like Keith Jones and Mike Babcock and Pierre Maguire, you know, it's like you know, I think I think they could just, you know, this is a good time for them to retire from this. You know, just, I. It, it, Agreed. You know, it's one of those things where if you're trying to skew younger and, ba- you know, so you got the yep. pretty girl, you know, and I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying anything about them not being knowledgeable enough for hockey. My whole thing is like, do you have to dress them up like they're going to a, yeah, um, I mean, it's it, fine. You know, I mean, I, I think that that's, but I mean, if you look at that's kind of like, it's, it's a standard um, it, it's kind of almost a standard news ish, you know, or like or at least in the sports news ish. Yeah. I mean, that's across all sports, right? Uh, do you got a parenting tip this week? I do not because I've been watching NHL hockey and working. <laughs> so I've been ignoring my entire family the whole week. So the name of our episode two weeks ago is My Kid Can Hit a Ball. And my parenting tip is. You know, not a parenting tip that I haven't said before. It's, but it's been nice. My little guy has now made the connection of, oh, I've been getting to the field a half hour early and hitting a ball off a tee. And I've been going to the field one off day a week for a half hour with my dad right after school and hitting a ball off a tee and taking ground balls. And I'm not stuck in right field and an automatic out anymore. Right. Gee, and you know, my parenting tip is like, you know, hey, you know, make those little bastards get out there and take those ground <laughs> balls because this meal, like, as much as baseball is dying, F it, Biff, they still make, you know, if he's a second string shortstop, oh, not a shortstop, well, kid, if he's a second it, string second baseman somewhere, do my grandkids' grandkids won't have to work. Well, so my parenting tip is if they show the tiniest little bit of interest <laughs> and ability, then you fucking get under that cow and you milk it to it drops. Well, <laughs> but you know you you are doing a fantastic job with that. I mean, you know, you know, I'm glad that he's enjoying the, you know, um the the playing now, you know, in in the fact that all of that's clicked, but you know, but yeah, it's that's just been amazing to see, you know, how, you know, it, it's just great to see that he's enjoying that, right? It is it, it it's it it has been yeah. It has been great and, and it's it's he had to come to it. Like, you know, he yeah. had to be the one to say, I Good want to do this. Yeah. And now it's it's contagious. So it yeah. is great. And I'm all done yapping. So I, I leave it, the rest to you. Well, you know, we, we, we talked a lot about playoff hockey and it's only round two. But I think, you know, at this point, you know, it, it is it is when things start really picking up. So I think it's important that you don't forget. 
just thought up an ending to that song. <laughs> that was foul.